Blog Talk Radio. News Radio. This is Renee, and we're here. Today is Thursday, July 14, 2022. We have a very interesting topic of discussion that has been trending for years, specifically on YouTube. I hear that it's on TikTok also, is not losing momentum. The topic is New Age to Jesus. And I am appending this topic, calling it Truth and Consequences. I am Renee Thomas, your host of Oracle News Radio. Follow us by clicking the follow button on your screen and share this podcast with your friends and family to get the word out. We are a news podcast featuring current events. Oracle and Prophetic News, Indie Music, Astrology Forecast, and you can listen to us on Blog Talk Radio, Spreaker, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and most other podcast platforms. Learn more about us and what we do at anointedgroove.com. That's A-N-O-I-N-T-E-D-G-R-O-O-V-E. Dot com. We welcome back old and new listeners in the top countries who follow us. Now, most of the time we do our recording on Spreaker, but we're on Blog Talk today because we want to invite you guys to come on in and ask your questions and give your feedback if you want to. One of the things we like to do is to list and welcome and call out our top countries who follow us, the United States. Mexico, Germany, Canada, Kenya, China, Russia, Algeria, Japan, Turkey, Ethiopia, Zimbabwe, the United Kingdom, South Africa. You see, we have quite a few Africans now. The Philippines. We just want to welcome you all and thank you guys for stopping by to listen. Yes, applause is for you. Before we get started, we want to remind you to monitor your glucose levels if you are a diabetic or are pre-diabetic. Please listen to our show on the new diabetic medicines, specifically on Ozempic. Metabolic illness is something we must fight together. It is a serious thing. It is truly something that um, anybody who is already on medications for it, anybody who is dealing with the the metabolic fight to try to lose weight, I mean, you know the struggle. Visit the info box of this podcast for details about products that can help. Now, let's not waste any time. We're going to go ahead and get started uh, talking about new ways to Jesus. So today, 
This years-old social media trend is something that I want to I want to talk about, not to squash it, not to not necessarily take a side, even though by the end of this, I may end up taking a side. But um, at the end of the day, I have some views and I'm concerned about some of what I'm hearing because I just am. And I just want to bring about some of my concerns and just bring a different perspective, and as you delve into this and listen to the videos, there are numerous videos out there, I've listened to both sides, Jesus to New Age, New Age to Jesus, Jesus, New Age to Jesus and back, Jesus to New Age and back, I've heard it all. And I I was reared in the church, in the fundamental church, and I just kind of have just become a little bit concerned about it. And here's my take. So I believe that this whole Christian doctrine is based on Judaism. And I think that for the most part, most of you will agree. Now, as far as religious history goes back, it goes back thousands and thousands of years to ancient Egypt, to ancient Sumeria. Um, if you have studied Zechariah Sitchin, it goes back to the Anunnaki, the ones who to earth came down. Um, and it goes back to the, the de- I don't know if he was a deity or just an extraterrestrial on, but when you think about extraterrestrials, you um, have to think about beings who live in other places besides Earth. And based on what we read in the Bible, that would be L. So he lives somewhere else besides Earth. Even though his energy can dwell within us, he still has streets of gold and pearly gates and a throne and things of that nature. So he is and can be considered an extraterrestrial. Some people, if you read the book of Ezekiel, because most people, most Christians haven't really read the Bible, but if you read the book of Ezekiel, some people may see him as a bit of a robot, as somewhat of a transformer with the wheels and the fire and seeming like he has he's part human, part animal, but also part vehicle. So it's, uh, maybe he's just a, an entity in a vehicle or it just it's weird how it just depends on if you really read it and look at it from our modern times. Understanding that the prophets who wrote the Bible were describing what they saw from their own point of view, he could be considered as a transformer. But I believe that from the Judaic perspective, El, Allah, and Olu, the African Yoruban God, are different names for the same being. Um, Some Nigerians say that they are from the Middle East and that they moved into Africa. They migrated in, and they carried some Judaic customs, like the tribe of the 
not the Yoruban tribe, but the other tribes of Africa. And Oludumare is God Almighty. Um, El Shaddai, El Elyon, Allah, they're all derivatives of the word El, which is the most high God. Now, if you read the Nag Hammadi um, Gnostic Gospels, there's some good descriptions that will tell you about, and on my, my website, ReneeTale.com, I recently did a blog post explaining some things from the Gnostic traditions to help people to understand things about what I see as God. Um, I believe that the scriptures, some of them have really good explanations of who he is. From the standpoint, a higher level being, laws of the universe to wield power. But some people don't want to go through a duty to power themselves. Now, people think that human beings are not qualified to do that and that they need to go through a higher level entity in order to do that. They shouldn't necessarily try to do it themselves. But, you know, some people want to wield it themselves. Some people are deity. Well, some of the highest level deities, some of the first to be created who wield this power, are considered to be El or El Elyon. And then they have their own host and their own cabinet, I guess you could say, the Trinity, that have... Uh, the highest kingdom, the king of kings, the first kingdom. And so this is the king or the kingdom of the Judaic system, which the Abrahamic religions are made of, which Christianity came from. Now, even though the Abrahamic religions of the the Islamic faith or the Christian faith, they're very similar and they have similar things and there are sacred scriptures, the Quran and the Bible, but most of them don't know about each other. For instance, most Christians don't know that the um, the Muslims consider Christ as coming to reign for a thousand years and most um, Christians don't know what the Muslims say about Jesus and their sacred scripture. But at the end of the day, they are all preaching about the same God, and they feel like their God is the only God that should be worshipped. So for the sake of the New Age to Jesus standard, we are going to be talking about Christianity. And Christianity believes, from a fundamental standpoint, because the New Age to Christian people are tip- mostly fundamentalist Christians, they believe that their way is the only way and there's no other way and everything else from what I can understand and what I'm hearing from them is demonic, evil, and satanic. Now, we need to understand what demonic and evil and satanic is. So let's talk about that so that you guys understand what that means. So, when you're dealing with the Satan 
is not Lucifer. Lucifer is mentioned in the Christian Bible. A Satan is not Lucifer. We got to get some fundamental things straight. You need to be educated. Most Christians are not really educated in the Bible. A Satan is not Lucifer. Though Lucifer could be considered a Satan because a Satan is an enemy. And Lucifer can be an enemy to some people. A Satan is a descriptive title, meaning an adversary or one who would stand. So your mother or your father or somebody who is against you at work can be a Satan to you. A demon or a devil is totally different. It is an evil spirit from the fallen watchers and their children, the giants, left to roam the earth per the Judaic book Enoch 13 and 1 through Enoch 14 and 5 and Enoch 15, 8 through 9. Now, Enoch was a major book of the um, Judaic faith, and it still is. Not all fallen watchers or angels were bound. Only their leaders, to include the chief angel Azazel and his associate Sanjaza. So since Sanjaza was bound, if you are channeling Sanjaza, that means that you are channeling probably a liar. Because a court or some other entity who calls himself Sanjaza, but he's not the original. Because according to the sacred scripture, and if you're, if you're, if you're channeling Sanjaza from the Judaic scriptures, Sanjaza was one of the ones that was bound. He cannot get out. And then there were some other chiefs of tens, meaning that there were some other chief leaders, angels, fallen angels or watchers that were over tens of angels that were also bound. But the others were left to roam the earth, as well as their children, who were the souls of the giants who died in the flood, they were left to roam the earth because they could not enter heaven and their dead souls could not enter the realm of the human dead because they were not fully human and they were not fully angels. So they were not enter they were not to enter back and forth to heaven and they could not enter Hades or the realm of the dead. And most of what people know about or hell came from certain books like um, Milton's Paradise Lost, and or Dante's Inferno, which these are fictional sources that most Christians begin to believe were biblical sources, but most of that stuff is not in the Bible at all. So just to recap, Lucifer is a person in the Bible that is only mentioned, the name is mentioned one time in Isaiah chapter 14. And Lucifer has at least six things in common with Jesus. And the word Lucifer, the name Lucifer means morning star or son of the morning. And Jesus did say he was morning star. If you want to know more about that, you can go to ReneeTarrell.com. I do kind of an in-depth on the six things that Jesus and Lucifer had in common. I'm not saying that Jesus is Lucifer. I'm just saying that according to the Bible, Jesus and Lucifer had six things in common. And you can't be afraid of the Bible. I mean, you can't, you can't go in ignorance. It's time out for ignorance. So the first thing you have to understand is what is evil. People don't even know what a demon is. 
but they're saying that they're being tormented by demons. They're tormented by Lucifer. They're tormented by Satan. They don't even know what Satan is. <laughs> That's number one. Okay? So let's get that straight. All right. So we talked about L from a Judaic standpoint. We talked about Satan, which is any adversary. Devil, which are lesser fallen angels, and along with their giant children who died in the flood, who are left, their spirits are left to roam the earth as evil spirits per Enoch. All of this is Judaic. And we're talking about Lucifer, which is one one person that is mentioned in Isaiah 14. So the issues with, and the truth with regard to the New Age to Jesus phenomena is that most of the teaching about Christianity and what's confusing people is coming from false teaching and uninformed Christian and non-Christian leaders. False teaching formed Christian and non-Christian leaders. They create problems and lack of protection that drive people to err. People are skipping proper initiations in and out of the church. So let's say you're from Yoruba land and Africa. Or let's say you're from the diaspora and you are African-American and you are interested in IFA, which is a spiritual system. And you decide that after watching some YouTube videos that you feel you feel like you're a daughter of Oshun or a son of Ogun and you are a wife of Ogun and you begin to worship Ogun. And you have not been initiated. You do not know anything about Ifa. You do not know anything about the Aruba. You have not been properly initiated from this age-old system. You don't. You're just doing your own thing and mixing it with whatever you want to mix it with. And so you get confused. And now all of a sudden, police are around you all the time, and crazy things are happening, and people are wanting to fight you all the time, and. You don't have any clue what's going on. And so all of a sudden you run back to the church and you start saying that Ephah is evil, all because you did not do it properly. Uninformed, false teaching, non-Christian leaders are doing it your own way, create problems, lack of protection that drive people to error, and then they get on YouTube and they start downing other valid spiritual systems and and the way that God has created and presented himself to other people outside of Judaism and it's calling it demonic because they didn't know what they were doing. The same thing as if you get into Christianity, it's like somebody from um I would say we're, we're, we're in the world. Let's say that somebody from, um, I don't know, who hasn't, who hasn't heard of Christianity in the world? Some, somebody from some remote village in China who hears something about Christianity. They don't know anything about Christianity, so they begin to mix 
some of their shamanism with Christianity and then something bad happens and then they become afraid of Christianity because they don't don't really have a teacher. They don't know anything about it. And so they get afraid of it. Well, it's the same thing. So people do not know the difference between these evil energies, demons, devils, satans. They get scared. And they go back to what they think is the main thing in the area where they live. They're skipping proper initiations in and out of the church. Christianity is a couple thousand years old. It's based on and built on a lot of different traditions. Earth is millions or maybe billions of years old. People have been here on the earth for many thousands of years prior to Christianity. So what we got to consider that. So the human beings who have been here for many thousands of years prior to Christianity, Christianity teaches that Jesus went down into the earth and preached to all of those people overnight. Okay, that's what Christianity preaches. I'm not going to say that that's neither here nor there. I'm just going to say that's in the Bible. And we know that the Bible does say some things that have come to pass. It says some things that have not come to pass. There are some prophecies in the Bible that are true. There are some things in the Bible that are that are not right. And so it has good things in it, and it has some things that are not so good in it. It has some things in it that have been taken back and retract it, like eating a pork and things of that nature, unclean foods and things of that nature. Some people are still going with the Old Testament on that. And then they have new scriptures, and the New Testament says, oh, squash that, things are now clean. So you have to read it and kind of understand it for yourself. But it says here that in the Bible that Christ went into the ground and he preached all those people. So everyone who was here, whether they were cavemen or whatever. And, and that's another thing. At what point, who did, who, did Christ, who did Christ preach to? Did he preach to Homo sapiens? Or did he preach to Neanderthals? Or did he preach to um, the, the Cro-Magnum men? Did he preach to Lucy, the first woman and all her, her descendants? Who qualifies in Christianity as being human enough to be preached the gospel to? Has anybody ever thought about that? Because if the Bible is talking about humanity, and according to the Bible, the first humans spoke English, okay, or spoke Latin or Greek, or Aramaic, but according to what we know about the bones of ancient man, I don't think that they had a language. So how do we reconcile that in questions? All right, so lack of understanding of the kingdom of righteousness, protocol and hierarchy, drive people to false Christian doctrines and teachings based on Judaic mythology. Everyone is not a priest or a priestess. 
these people are called and chosen by the deities in their religions. So let's look at Judaism, let's look at Hinduism, let's look at shamanism, let's look at Ifa, let's look at um, any religion that you're talking about, um, the Islamic religion, any religion. Everybody can't perform a wedding. Everybody can't say sacred rites over a funeral. Even in the occult, everybody is not going to be an exorcist. You have people who are called and chosen in every form of spirituality in every religion. However, in occult practices, in New Age occult practices, people come in, teenagers come in, and they just come in off the street and start acting as priests and priestesses, okay? And I have a story for you at the end to tell you how dangerous that can be. Once a person who is not a called or chosen priest or priestess comes into any spiritual system and begins to try to act as a spiritual leader, it becomes very dangerous because these energies are real and they will drive you crazy. And they, and even Christian preachers that are not serious have committed suicide or have been killed, even in Christianity. I'm going to repeat that. There are preachers in Christianity who weren't called and who were just doing it for the wrong reasons who have been killed and who have gone crazy. So it's not just new age to Christi, new age to Jesus. So what happens to their church? Do they just leave the church and go to the witchcraft because they saw their preacher that their preacher committed suicide? No, they usually just get, go deeper into their religion and make sure they get it right. But instead, um, the occult people run to Jesus instead of trying to run to a real priest or priestess to get it right. They leave practices and go to Christianity. All right? So stop trying to be priests and priestesses when you are not a called or chosen priest from the most high and the most heavenly host in your specifically chosen tradition. Mental health and drugs are bad. Well, let me rephrase that. When you have mental health problems or when you are drug addicted or addicted to alcohol or have any kind of substance abuse issue, it's going to be a problem whether you are in church or out of it. If you have mental health problems, drug addiction, substance abuse addictions or problems, sexual addictions or problems, it's going to be a problem whether you are in the church or out of it. I have seen more preachers, Christian preachers, with drug, with pornography addictions than anywhere in any other tradition I know. I know more Christian women who have had abortions than any other people I know. I know more Christians who have committed suicide 
than any other spiritual traditions I know. Christians commit suicides, get abortions, experience negative emotions, etc. It needs to be dealt with appropriately by professionals because we have a mental side, we have a chemical side in these bodies that we're in, and these things need to be dealt with sometimes by by professionals. And going into Christianity, when you have a, a mental problem, is not necessarily going to save you. Sometimes you just need medical care. And believe it or not, there are many doctors who who have been blessed to come up with healing modalities that can really help you. And these healing modalities have been given to them by the divine. So running to the church doesn't always help. A lot of times when people first get out, we called it saved. It's like everything is brand new and they think everything is going to be great and wonderful and Jesus is with them. And then they walk through their first wilderness experience. And then they realize it's the same as when you were in the cult. You go through hell. As a Christian, the same, it's not just all peaches. It's not. So stop thinking that when you leave the demonic, if you are dealing with the true demonic in the occult realm, you're not just going to, the demons aren't going to leave you alone in Christian church. There are more demons in the Christian church than anywhere. I'm going to give you a, a true story, two true stories. These are true stories, and I am not on any side. I'm just telling you true stories. I was on the praise team in a non-denominational, tongue-talking, true Christian church with good Christian pastors, and our choir went to D.C., to sing for a church, a good church from a well-known pastor in D.C. I was well, I was healthy. When I walked into that church, immediately I lost my voice. I could not get my voice back. When I left that church, I had no voice. Something was in that church, and it took my voice. There was a doctor's office in my hometown when I got back home and they had witches that worked there, nurse practitioners and doctors who were licensed medical practitioners. And just that woman laying her hands on me, she gave me a prescription too, but I didn't really need it. She had healing powers and I got my voice back and I didn't never lose my voice again like that. So I lost my voice in the Christian church and I got it back from a witch. And I was a Christian. Okay, let me give you another example. I um, was invited to go to a church from somebody who was deep, deep into the Christian church. They were a preacher, a revivalist. They were real serious about what they were doing, and they invited me to church. At that time, I was out of the church because you know, so many things that happened, I was just tired of the church. But I just wanted to support them 
I had a lot of family members in the church. So it was hard for me to get away from the church because I had so many family members in the church. And so I went to a healing service that they invited me to. It was a kind of healing service where they picked up people from the hospitals and the people still had their IVs on poles and they still had their hospital bracelets because they were supposed to go back to the hospital after the service. When I left that service, I was so sick. If I had not gone to church, I would not have picked up any of those evil sick spirits. So don't think that going to church is going to save you. There's, there are more demons in the church than anywhere. Don't get it twisted. Demons originated in heaven. Demons love religion. Demons love Christianity. Christianity created the term demons, really. So don't get it twisted. So demonization of earth. Let's talk about that. I was watching one of those um, New Age to Jesus videos, and the lady was dealing with um, these crystals, and she was talking about crystals, which was mentioned in the Old Testament, you know, how you're supposed to use certain crystals, and the priest was supposed to sew certain crystals in their garments, and she was teaching about crystals in the church, and, you know, the the Bible mentions that the the foundations of um, God's throne room has crystals made in various stones or make up that floor and or the flooring and she was just teaching what the Bible said. And so um she felt condemned and she stopped teaching it because she felt like she was teaching the demonic and she got rid of thousands of dollars of crystals because she said that her niece saw demons on them. Okay. This earth that we live on would not operate without court crystals. None of our watches would operate without court crystals. Most of us who are married have some kind of gemstone in our wedding rings. You know, maybe somebody did see a demon, but but demonizing earth and to the point where you're afraid to pick up a rock is going too far. And some of these people have um, demonized astrology and crystals to the point where they're like, don't touch a rock. I mean, it's almost like, how do you even walk on dirt? Because, <laughs> I mean, like, can you even go to the beach? Because sand is made up of, like, silica and, and bits and pieces of stone. So are you, is it against your religion to even put your foot on the sand? I mean, like, there is such a demonization of earth and her beauty that it sometimes just grieves me. And I'm not saying that these people have not seen any kind of demon. 
I'm not saying that they have not seen an evil spirit, but to go on social media and try to teach people that an amethyst stone or a um, a quartz crystal or a selenite or jade is so evil that they had to throw everything out of their house and they can't have no stones and the, every every necklace they buy, they have to pray and ask God, can they buy it? Oh, my God. It's just too much. It's just too much. And I'm starting to think that some of these people just have mental health issues. And they're getting on they're getting on social media and they're spreading stuff based on their own mental health issues and hallucinations. Demonization of Earth and her magnanimous beautiful offerings is a sin. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Demonization of earth and her magnanimous, beautiful offerings is a sin. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Some of these videos have people afraid to look at the moon, banishing all gemstones, totally rejecting astrology, even when three astrologers had a primary role in identifying the Christ child Jesus. That one is worth repeating. Some of these New Age to Jesus videos have people afraid to look at the moon banishing all gemstones and totally rejecting astrology, even when astrologers had a primary role in identifying the Christ child Jesus. Astrologers. They did not call priests to identify Jesus. The Bible did not call um, a priestess to identify Jesus. Astrologers look at a specific star to identify the Christ child. Make your own judgment about what you will and will not allow in your homes. But demonization of everything on earth will have you not eating food or drinking water, and you know what will happen if you reject that. You will die. <laughs> Your body, are you going to eject the gold that's in your body? Are you going to eject all the minerals that's in your body? Uh, are you going to say that you're sinful because you have certain elements inside your body because you're rejecting all gemstones? Am I saying that certain things are not evil? Maybe the demonic spirit is not in the gemstone. Maybe the demonic spirit is not in the amethyst. Maybe the demonic spirit is not in the moon. Maybe the demonic spirit is in you. Maybe you're the evil one. 
Maybe it's in your heart. Okay? Let's move on to the next topic. Ancient, international, misunderstood, generational contracts with evil spirits in the diaspora drive people away from the beauty of spirituality. Ancient, international, misunderstood, generational contracts with evil spirits in the diaspora drive people away from the beauty of spirituality. We need some understanding of heritage. All the way from Africa, uh, we're actually starting from the Middle East because that's the that's the womb of humanity. And then we had the, the great Western migration into Africa because the tall the tall Nigerians and the, the taller Africans did not they weren't originated in Africa. Only the Twi, the Pygmies were the original people of Africa. The the Nigerians originated from the Middle East. And so when they came westward into Africa, they brought many of their their Middle Eastern traditions with them to include the Igbo tribes of of Nigeria. And so as we were taken into slavery as African Americans and we moved into the Caribbean, into Cuba, into the South America, into Brazil, then into America, into um, various places, into the UK, we brought our traditions with us. And many of our bloodlines had generational contracts with evil entities from Africa. And sometimes over the, when, our, when our ancient ancestors crossed the waters, and we're going through that awful, awful time. They made contracts with spirits to free themselves from the white man. And so things got skewed. And some of us have to redirect our bloodlines back into righteousness back into right living, away from those demonic spirits and sever those ties. We need some understanding of heritage, at least enough to know how to protect ourselves from these evil entities without demonizing these other spiritual traditions that have been that are way older than Christianity, like Hinduism beautiful traditions. The Vedas are beautiful without demonizing them and and then going back into Christianity only to be unhappy in Christianity because you never even dealt with the generational contracts that you have. You know, I've I've listened to some of these um New Age to Jesus videos where the girl said she had to be delivered a thousand times. <laughs> like she had to be delivered every you have to be delivered every week from the devil. How many times you need to be delivered? Is is the power, the blood of Jesus not enough to deliver you? So we also have to deal with another topic, 
Respect for occultic things, occultic secret things. Even the Vatican has a secret vault or read from ancient biblical texts not available to the general public. There are things divulged to Christian priests that are not up for the ears of all Christians. There are books that are kept for priests that are not available to the general public. So it is for other spiritual systems. Over the past couple of decades, and since the advent of the Internet and video phones, occult knowledge has been made publicly available to a general public. But should it have been? My answer is no. Based on the state of spirituality today, it is time for spiritual leaders to think about what is done for money, what is done for followers, what is done for subscribers. And you need to consider who are you passing on your gifts to? Are you passing on your gifts to those who are chosen by spirit? Are you passing on your gifts to any and any any and everybody who will watch your video so that you can get the most advertisements possible so you can get paid? That is the biggest problem of all money. Everybody is trying to get paid. So we're taking it's like the Vatican is like, okay, we have a we have a Bible that one of our ancient saints shielded himself from a, a sword. And we keep this this Bible in a vault. And the sword is still stuck in the Bible. So now we're going to let everybody, anybody who touches this Bible, they fall, they could fall dead. Because the, the Bible swallowed the spirit of death and saved the saint. So you're going to now let people just come and touch this Bible for, for a fee just so you can get money for the Catholic Church? No, that Bible needs to be kept under lock and key. And when the Holy Spirit asks you, to bring it out or ask you to do a ritual with it, then and only then can you do it. Even in the Judaic faith, the priest had to wear a belt with bells because if they were not clean when they went into the Holy of Holies, they somebody had to drag them out. They had to have a rope attached to them. And if the bells stopped moving or sounding, everybody knew the priest had dropped dead. And so everybody thinks that they can go in with unclean hands, doing any everything. They just had an abortion, and now they're going to go and do some kind of ritual to some deity? No, you can't. A deity that loves children. Well, now you dead or sick and infertile, and you don't understand what's going on. Why? Because you have no knowledge, you have no teacher, you have no calling. And we need to be careful about what we put out in public. I'm going to be more careful careful about what I put out in public because some of this stuff is secret. It's occultic. And when the when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And and when the students come to you, you can pass off that knowledge to the right people. And there's a general knowledge that is expected to be held by the public. 
But the more secret and powerful things should be dealt with by those who are called and chosen. I will end with a biblical story that is happening right now as I speak, for there is nothing new under the sun. It's from the biblical book, Acts 19, NIV, starting at the 11th verse. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul, so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick, and their illnesses were cured, and evil spirits left them. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. They would say, in the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish, were doing this. One day, the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know, and Paul I know about, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. When this became known to the Jews and Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear, and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Many of those who believed now came and openly confessed that they what they had done. A number who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls together and burned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came to 50,000 drachmas. In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. So even though the sons of Sceva were attacked and bloodied by practicing Christianity, it didn't make people run back to the occult. It made them run deeper into Christianity, not away from it. The warnings should make you more diligent to seek out actual teachers in learning about spiritual practices that you are interested in, finding spiritual teachers. There are many paths that lead to God. Even in the Bible, when Moses was faced with a burning bush, the God that presented himself to Moses said that he was known to his forefathers by a different name. So there are many roads that lead to God. God is the is a creator. The most high God is a creator. He's known by many different names. And so to despise him in other cultures or to despise the product of his earth because you have mental health issues, because you have hallucinations, because you are you were raped and or have father or mother issues is wrong because you have no true spiritual teachings, because you are not properly initiated, because you are spiritually self-taught, because you haven't even really read and studied the truth of what you're in, because you have offended somebody in the religion that you're in, and now because they came after you, now you're leaving that spiritual system. You have to understand that spirituality is beauty in all of its ways. 
and to demonize other practices is not necessarily right. So new age to Jesus, what are you really saying? What are you really teaching? And let's think about it, all right? All right, well, thank you so much for listening. Take care and bye-bye.